welcome back to Utter Descent. I am Brian, and with me this week I have my buddy Mark. Hello! So, we are going to be talking about the probably little-known game called Killer is Dead. Uh, a nice Japanese, I guess you'd call it cell-shaded beat-em-up game from uh, the 2000s. But before we get into that, let's go over some some gaming news and talk about some other stuff that we've been doing that hasn't been torturous. Um, so, Mark, you mentioned that there's some news about uh, graphics cards coming out. Yeah, it's not so much that there's like a new graphics card coming out because we obviously we obviously already have like the uh, RTX line for Nvidia and how they do ray tracing in real time and all that jazz. Um, but it's more along the lines of like the early adopters that wanted it well there's not games that take advantage of it so some of us that stuck around with getting a gtx you know 10 series 1060 1070 1080 um we actually have the ability now to do ray tracing it's not super efficient like you can't play games but like say if you just want to capture some really nice images or just see what it's like before you commit to buying an 800 dollar card you can see what it's like see if it's even worth it for you so I'm going to be honest, as much as I know about computers, um, I have never heard of ray tracing. What the fuck is that? Yeah, so with ray tracing, um, it actually uh, it deals it deals with how light is cold in the game. So when the user, depending on your uh, field of view, you'll only be seeing light from its original source. So say, like, uh, in Battlefield, you see a there's a fire on the other side of a vehicle and you're crouched behind the vehicle you won't mm-hmm. see the fire reflected from underneath the vehicle because that origin source is cold out. It literally doesn't exist in the game. So with ray tracing, all light sources are naturally kept, even if you can't see them, because reflections are realistic. So now, like, say, mm-hmm. if you see... You'll actually see somebody running on the other side of the truck, not because you'll see their feet, but because you can see their shadow and any um, light that could be reflected off of objects as well. Jesus. Okay, so I get what you mean. That's, I mean, first off, I didn't even realize they weren't doing that yet. Yeah. That's how yeah. unreasonable the graphics have gotten at this point. Um, it's crazy that they're getting. I mean, what else do they have to do at this point if they're getting lighting effects down to reality? Well, then, then it's kind of just they need to play around more with the physics engines because you know, with every engine, there's there's wonky things that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. But having really like true particle physics and things like that. Um, but it's, it's just crazy what RTX can do. But what was bad is that the early adopters, there's no games. Like, with any new technology, it's like, oh, cool, new tech. Consumer gets a new tech. Well, the developers of software and the games haven't yet had Aren't the time. Aren't going to bother doing yeah. that. Yeah, they haven't had the time to create the engines, to utilize it to the best. So people are feeling, wow, I have this really expensive card that can't even, or it's not even doing what it can do. Don't get me wrong, the RTX cards actually are better than the GTX cards. Um, right, it's it's like the early adopters of the cards that had the physics Yeah, yeah. for, for NVIDIA, and there was no game that used that, so yeah. they're like, look what it could do with water. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, that's so cool. Oh, but no one there's actually not a single game. Yeah. Right. There's not a single game that uses this. This is not very, this is not as interesting as it initially sounded. Yeah. I mean, you gotta think back to, like, how hair was handled in games, too. Originally, games was just, just like, they just had, like, polygons for hairs, or, like, they'd have, like, chunks of polygons for hair. And then NVIDIA came out with, like, oh, our hair tech, where it's, like, individual fibers that you can actually, like, have influenced by each other. It ran, like, garbage, and your hair could just, like, in no wind be floating around for no reason just because of the physics. But now we have, like, hair and particles that we take grass. for granted. Yeah, we take for granted, but it's, it originally stemmed from that technology. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I've got a, a GTX, so I'm probably not going to be upgrading until my computer dies, unless there's a real reason to do it. Yeah, it's really, it's really only like hardcore gamers or um, the big, the big thing that RTX has is I think they're called the Turing cores. They're really good for AI. Hmm. So for AI, machine learning. And things like that, which is what RTX is built off of. So, like, if if a game use, utilizes actually like really amazing AI, the older cards will immediately be defunct. They can't they can't play those games in a manner that they're meant to be played. 
Interesting. So it could be like, oh, it's not being used now, but in the future, you may have to get a brand new card or not be able to play the full potential of the game. Yeah, and like three years ago, that would have pissed the hell out of me. But now that I have a real person job, I'm kind of like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's kind of nice being a big boy and be like, (laughs) it's, I mean, it's nothing. And I, I like, I know I never like spending a couple hundred dollars on something. It just hurts. Right. But at least it's something I'm going to use and enjoy. It's not like I'm going to the city, going to a bar, spending $200 and not even remembering. Right. Or, or having to pay for, you know, mortgage or rent or, you know, whatever other bullshit you have to throw your money at all the time. This is at least something that'd be fun. Yeah. And you'll, you'll get a good return out of it. Right. It's not like eating a $200 food. And you're just like, huh? I'm not even full. probably. Probably, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably could have spent ten dollars on that and had a better time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what's going on in like the graphics world right now. And of course, with AMD, with their graphics, um, you know, yeah, they're actually the fuck cares. Well, they're 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 coming back. They're they're building up more market share because they were actually able to get their architecture down to seven nanometer so- scale and. You know, dollar to value for performance, especially for benchmarking and like artificial loads, they're usually better value than NVIDIA. But just yeah, but the I feel market like there's share. A lot of, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of other things that NVIDIA does that make it um, a better player, even if, you know, performance per dollar isn't as high. Like the the monitor that I'm currently using has um, G-Sync enabled mm-hmm. on it, mm-hmm. which is something you can only get with nvidia and because they own such a large market share they work with companies like alienware and samsung to be able to provide those things built into the monitor to give you a better experience yeah you'll definitely see g-sync more prop like predominantly on monitors now and even there's now tvs that are marketed as like gaming tvs that'll have that variable refresh um whereas FreeSync is the amd side of them the open source open sync yeah, no, I all I know is that I like the G Sync version from all the research I did whenever I was building my or buying my new computer. Yeah. Like it just there's a lot less complaining about it's not working, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I want. And that's that's kinda where when you know, it's nice to build things or to get like cheap, but once you buy into like a really good brand that has um good architecture, good engineering, um, it's hard to go it's hard to go back. Which is why I haven't committed yet to a 144 hertz monitor. <laughs> Once you do, everything else just looks like garbage. Oh, there's. It's hard to play games on my Alienware laptop after playing it on my new monitor. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't look right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate. It's <laughs> it's fully capable. It's just the the refresh. Like you don't think you see higher than 60 hertz, but you really you really see the difference. It just seems so buttery smooth. Yeah, you may not be able to like consciously notice it, but it's in small little things like a slight tear when you move your eyes across the screen. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as that that you know you can't sit there and go and it's tearing and it's tearing and it's tearing and it's tearing, but just little minute things that pull you out of the game for a minute. That's where these better monitors come in. Yeah, even like the you know the simple thing of like you know with the t- the CRT tube. Um, well, I don't know why I said cathode ray tube tube, but the, but the CRTs, I don't know <laughs> when, when you like move the mouse around and like, you know, you'd go around in a circle really fast and you see the cursor evenly dispersed around in a circle mm-hmm. that completely goes away once you have 144 Hertz. Right. So like, nah, even on the productivity side, it's just really, once you, once you commit, you can never go back. Yeah. Oh, it's like my monitor at work. It has, I don't even know what you would call them. Because they're not dead pixels, but it has these lines on it that they're not, they're not dead. They're like defective. Yeah. So it has all these like random spots where there's just like this slight distortion to the color. And I keep thinking like there's something on my screen. I'll go to wipe it away and then my eyes focus and I go, oh, no, that's just my monitor fucking up again. Yeah. No, I have, I have a monitor that was a hammy down from somebody who was angry at work because it has clear knuckles from where they punched the monitor. Nice. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm so glad I changed desks. I have a real desk. I almost have an office now. But the monitor here is one that somebody punched. Almost makes you want to spend your own money on it. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it's like, ah. Uh, but you won't. I will, I'll never do that. Cause like, then how can I, when I get laid, let go, or like when I leave, be like, yeah, I'm just walking out with my monitor. Wink, wink. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the receipt, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh. That's funny. No, that's that's interesting stuff. Not as groundbreaking as some of the previous new, at least as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> some of yeah. the new graphics cards. But hey, it's it's always good to see them moving towards you know bigger and better stuff. I mean, there's going to become a point where it's going to be pointless. You know, mm-hmm. we're not really going to need something beyond what we have. But it, it, based on what you told me, it doesn't sound like we're there yet. No, some so one of the things that's gone well beyond what you can even use are like the i9 9900x uh, Intel CPUs. Like they're putting them into computers oh, yeah. that can't actually cool them enough, so they thermal throttle down so that they're actually worse than an i7. It's insane. Yeah, so it's like you're spending <laughs> you're spending almost a thousand dollars on a CPU that you can't even fully use because you can't cool it enough. Like the uh, iMac Pro, I think, or the the I don't even know what it's called, but the the Apple ProBook, whatever. Garbage laptop. Yeah, the garbage laptop that is just way (laughs) overpriced. They put the i9s in it, and they didn't cool it well enough. So it runs worse than if you had gotten, like, the $400 or $500 CPU. (sighs) I want to support Apple sometimes, and then they do that shit and charge you $4,000 for it. And I go, no, I don't want to support you. You're a bunch of douchebags. Again, I love Apple's technology. But I fucking hate Apple. Right. It's like, I'm so glad that you're an American company that's doing so well, but everything about you makes me upset. <laughs> yeah. There's, there, oh, the computers geez. and everything. My roommate is trying to play um, video games on like his iMac. He's like, oh, yeah, they have games for Mac now. They're coming out. And it's just like, don't. Don't you wish you, so, uh, don't you wish you played so how's a, that working? a mouse? He's like, oh, you get used to the touchpad. Like, don't you? No, you don't. <laughs> don't you wish you had like non-chiclet keys like oh you get used to it like no do you die do you die a lot i think you die a lot (laughs) well like a lot of what he plays is like uh rts's oh god i can't imagine playing that with a touchpad i i know it's like how do you select multiple units like oh it's great it has multi-touch like yeah but with a mouse you can just click and drag so multi-fuck up all the time gotcha okay pretty much yeah oops i misclicked (laughs) yeah jesus christ no fuck that uh so what about uh other shit that's going on outside of hardware stuff? You, I think I joked with you a bit ago that oh maybe there's a new Zelda coming out, and then you were like, yeah, no, there literally no, is a real. new, there literally is a new Zelda. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not new, new, but it's like take it off the shelf, like oh wow, <sighs> blow it off, like I haven't played this in a while. Let's let's remake this because it, it's an old game. So it's a, uh, <sighs> it's Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Which I remember playing on my original Game Boy, the the gray, the brick. big brick one. Yeah, that you could never fucking break. Huh. But essentially, they're they're redoing it for uh, the Switch and everything, adding more stuff to it. Um, but really, is it a remake or a re-release? It's a remake. So they're not just so taking they like yeah, they're not just taking the game, prettying it up and passing it out. They're remaking it. It's actually like on a new engine. You know, um, supposedly it conforms to what it was in the past. But for people like me that loved that game, that was one of like my major games I played over and over and over again as a kid while sitting on the toilet. It's still <laughs> enjoyable. So is it going to be like a 3D remake, or are they sticking with the 2D stuff? No, nah, they're still going to keep that 2D top-down like Game Boy look. Gotcha. But it's got 3D. It's almost like they're putting 3D spite sprites. But you're looking at it from a 2D angle. Is it anything like the original Legend of Zelda? Because I I played that one. <laughs> On the uh, NES. Yeah. Um. N- well, kinda, I guess. Because like when you shoot an arrow, it just goes straight across and everything. But it it plays. I think it's gonna play more like the uh the other remake they did of one of the Zelda games. I don't remember which one it was. But essentially, it's a um it's they use 3D assets. But they show it in a 2D manner. I was about to take your word on it. I mean, that's definitely not going to make me go buy a Switch, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, not many things I are going to make you buy a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would make you want to buy this game rather than just, quote-unquote, pulling out your old Game Boy? Honestly, 
I have no idea where that game is. <laughs> so that's one thing. It's almost like I want to play it again because of nostalgia. And re really, for me, it's a, it's a nostalgia, which which is shitty because like I should just be buying new games and new experiences and not just rehashing the ones I'm remembering. Sure. But Nint sure. Nintendo's got me. I mean, how much are they charging you for this? Ah, we'll see. But they they did charge me, uh, you know, full price for uh, Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. And that's basically just a rehash of Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, it's not that... I thought you were talking about that game where you talked to Pikachu on the N64. No, that's, that's hey, you, Pikachu. This is a Switch game um, where instead of having a normal starter, like, you know, Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, you start either with Eevee or Pikachu. So it's like Pokemon Yellow, but with Eevee? Yes. it's uh, Yeah, it's, it's Pokemon Yellow, and you can actually catch every pokemon or you can oh, catch that's nice they're not forcing you to be social yeah that's that's the other thing too where it's like oh man i better go you know trade with somebody it's like nah i already got pokemon go to get me outside at least with pokemon go i don't have to go walk around talking to people <sighs> if i'd ever finish a pokemon game i might be interested in playing that but i've never finished one of those fucking games well this one is actually stupid easy they it has nothing to do with challenge it has to do with me getting caught up catching more Pokemon, training them, and eventually tiring myself out and going, eh, I could go play something else now, I'm good. Yeah. One of my major faults with, like, the Pokemon games is I still play them, like, the original games, where it's like, yeah, you literally have to catch everything. But in the later games, like, no, you, you just need to, like, even, like, not even see it, just hear about it, and you'll, you'll get all the information in the Pokedex or whatever. See, for me, it's not even that I, like, I'm not doing the collectionist nonsense of i just have to have them all if i don't have 100 percent, i'm gonna kill myself no i don't have a problem you have a problem no <laughs> i just want to see what it is like i get a new thing i look it up online i go oh that looks like it'd be pretty cool and then i spend my time trying to evolve it and i just end up pissing away so much time that i get bored yeah and it's not like the story's enthralling at all yeah pokemon pokemon to me now is almost like a dabble game where it's like free time or like at night or whatever in bed or when you're driving yeah <laughs> shout out to our friend kyle <laughs> yeah i'm gonna kill someone one day doing that jesus christ oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah i was playing pokemon all day yesterday kyle you're you're driving across country yeah yeah jesus fuck <laughs> <laughs> did you did you hit someone <sighs> uh hope not don't think so. Don't remember. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> Gah. Fuck. So, aside from uh, Zelda, have you heard anything about the new Star Wars that they're, they're coming out with? I heard, yeah, I did hear about the new Star Wars, not only for the game, but the, you know, the next Star Wars movie as well. Because I think in Chicago, they just had, like, Star Wars Day or something. Yeah, I've been... I've been trying to keep any information about the new movie away from me because I don't want to know. But I heard that the... Uh, actually, did they have a video trailer for the new game or was that for the movie? I think that was for the movie. I heard there was like a release at that event. But I, I feel like it was the game because I kind of remember looking at it and going, I think these are CGI people. I'm having a hard time telling, but these don't look real. Oh, no, I do. I do recall seeing like a little clip about about the game um had something to do with like i feel like it's it, it was it's set like after order 66 and like the few remaining jedi or that or actually not jedi but padawans that are like in hiding yeah. yeah that's that's what i think i remember seeing too i don't know what it's gonna be in terms of gameplay because all i heard was it's like an action game so it could be anything oh the, I, I fucking hate that the biggest selling point from like ea or whatever is that oh there's no micro transactions and it's like mm -mm -mm. wow that's how we're selling games now is the first thing I'm you, glad you is, learned your lesson <laughs> guess what we're not gonna make you spend more money on the game it's like oh my god they don't even have to talk about the game to get people excited remember those all of our existence when we were giant fucking douche mongers yeah yeah we're not doing that anymore yeah high five Woo! <laughs> we're finally doing something with the license like all right we'll give you a high five when you actually release some games with some real content ea let's and, wait a bit and not Calm just down. like and not just like some you know 
mobile app game for uh, Star Wars that's just like another loot crate heist. Yeah, I actually played that game for a while. Um, I don't know why. I I think it was because I saw lightsabers and went, oh, I could spend some time doing this one, falling asleep. Yeah, it's it's fans of those games are like I've dabbled in games like that, but then once you get to a point where it's like. Money. I either need to invest a lot of time with zero return, or just spend money. Yeah, and that's where I got him. Like, I, I'd like to have Mace Windu, but I'm not paying you twenty dollars, and I'm yeah. also not going to play this for the requisite fifty hours to get that. Yeah, that's, I'm good. That's so. I don't play this. That's so. You know, it's such shite that like almost like South Park put it, where it's like, oh yeah, no, we don't, we don't need everybody to spend money on it. We just need to find a whale. Right. They make right. 90% of their money from the 0.1% of the user base. Yep, just those few kids that have access to their parents' credit cards and don't understand what they're doing. Just those few, you know, people who have the same compulsive issues that gamblers have. You just need a couple of them who put their entire paycheck into it and you, you make a ton of money. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even remember when I was playing that game. That was a while ago. I feel like it was if it wasn't this past christmas it may have even been before then um but along those lines um one of the games that i've been playing outside of the stuff that we torture each other with all the time is uh terraria which you've been playing a bit of too mm-hmm. but um kyle and kevin have been playing a lot oh man i i somehow finally hit kyle's minecraft button and it is Oh, he's awesome. all in. He's all in. Oh my god, he's so all in. <laughs> I got check he's his. Been, he's been playing like almost every night and like building giant minecart tracks to go to places. He spent like uh, one of our gaming nights. He spent the entirety of like the four or five hours we were playing just reorganizing our our chests of of loot. Oh, it so was... I'm not gonna know where anything fucking is. It's or it's organized though. You'll know where it is <laughs> with signs. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. He's as he used to make fun of me all the time for playing Minecraft, and I'm like, do you see now? Do you get why I play these games? It's it's weirdly satisfying doing this repetitive stuff. It's it's a fun game. Um, but what the reason that I've been playing? Because if it was just watching Kyle building Minecraft mm-hmm. stuff, I wouldn't be playing. Because I've had my fill of those games, and I need something different to warrant my time in them but as you well know since we had played all those years ago they added in new bosses and new like equipment and like new stages to the game and even like quests or whatever yeah and that's what i've been doing a lot of is you know grinding my face against these absurd bosses that we keep just getting stomped into the ground and recently i found out that there were actually classes in the game not just uh you know various items that you can use i mean it still kind of works that way where you just have to put on the right clothes and now you're that class mm-hmm. but i didn't realize that there was like a whole subset of armor to help you do better ranged weaponry oh. so we we've recently got a lot into that i've been dabbling in like full-blown magic slash summoner and Kevin's been doing a lot of range stuff, and Kyle's being a tank. So it it sounds like it wouldn't really play any different from what we've been doing, because it's Terraria, it's not that complicated of a game. But once you actually start double-downing on that stuff, and going out of your way to get the right kind of armor and equipment, it really does change how, how it plays. Um, it's just, it's a fun game. I don't I don't really know why, because it's like Minecraft and, and uh, Starbound and all the other empyreon seven days to die i don't really understand why i enjoy playing these games so much um but they're just they're a lot of fun it's it could be it could also be like you actually can see and it's reflected in the game the developer's passion because like terraria's been out for a while developer come in like yep here's it is end game done get my money but they're still developing for it and adding things or since we last played all all that time ago they have added so much I mean, that might work for you and Kevin. I could not give less of a shit about the developer's <laughs> passion. <laughs> I just don't care. That's not that's that's of no interest. I'm, to me. I'm not saying it's a conscious interest of yours. I'm more saying like like you're really into Seven Days to Die, which was just like a t- continuing 
improving game, how they changed it, kind of, or like Empyreon and things like that. I think those like or you just continuing... love builders. Uh, that's I think more of it. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what gets me to come back and play them again. Like after I get my sixty hours of you know um, building things, jerking off out of my system, and I'm empty, then. All right, I'm good. I go do something else, and then I see an update, and I go, "Ooh, that sounds good." And then I could go back into it for an absurd amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, each of those, I can I can break down specifics as to why I like them, but uh, I think Terraria is really the weird one because it I shouldn't like it based on all of the other trends. The only thing that should make me like it is the building, and I build nothing in that game. Like I have no interest in building a house in that game. Really? So, so I don't know the, what like exploration. Yeah, in this case, it's the exploration and the combat, which, again, I don't understand. It's not, like, the most engaging combat, but it's fun. I like it. Nice, nice. Um, Lately, I've been playing, you know, I I keep always going back to, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild, because I'm a big Zelda guy, but this game is just, like, (laughs) this game is just so weird, because, like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to play it on hard mode, because I haven't beaten it on hard mode. It's really fucking hard. Um... And I'll just be like, oh, I've never been here before. And I'll find areas that I'm just like, what the hell? I completely missed this whole side quest with this entire temple or this entire area to explore the first three times I played through. Um, and then when I just want to like kind of chill, I actually downloaded Slime Rancher because it was free on the Epic Game Store. And I tried it out. And I was like, wow, this is so kitty and dumb. It's just like, raise some slimes. Oh, these slimes can hurt you. And it's kind of just like what Kyle went through, like, you know, the the mindless gratification of organizing, a little bit of exploring for things that you knew, new things that you need for your organizing. And it's, it's such a feel-good game. I hate it, but I love it. So it's like the same way that you'll go play Harvest Moon or whatever the fuck that game's called? Yeah, uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, that one. It's fucking mindless. There's no, like, real end game that I can see so far. But it's just so gratifying to be like, yup, I just made that pink slime and purple slime. Fuck. <laughs> That's weird, man. I mean, I've I have found that I will not play a building game or a crafting game or ex- exploration game if there's not a threat. Like, yeah. that... I have noticed that is something that I need. I cannot play one of those build the town games because I'm just there's nothing happening to keep me engaged. Yeah. I need that that looming threat of you're gonna die if you don't do this to keep me going. I mean, there is there is there is some of that in like Slime Rancher. Like again, some of the slimes will hurt you, and eventually now I have a jetpack, so I have to fly to new areas. If you fall in lava, you just die. Or it's, a, it's one of, it's one of those like oh you woke up injured back at like your home and things like that it's just but it's just like a feel-good game but that's not like that's not what i mean i obviously mean like yeah like a real threat. enemies tearing yeah. down the door you're gonna starve if you don't go out there and go get some food yeah but i mean i'm glad you and my sister have some similar interests <laughs> <laughs> oh great you're comparing me to your sister now next yeah, guess guest. which one <laughs> Uh, yep. And then I guess on the kind of the mobile side, I've been playing Pokemon Go as usual. Um, I still haven't lost interest in it, even though it's kind of plateaued. I haven't lost interest because I keep still rather than dump all the new Pokemon out, they've been releasing them in parts. They do more community events where I don't st- I still go to them and don't talk to people. But it's nice to have like them be like, oh, you didn't get this really rare Pokemon months ago. Well, guess what? Here's another opportunity. And then, um, kind of have breaks at work. I've been playing uh, the mobile game Elder Scrolls Blades. So it's no Skyrim. It was really cool at first. Could be like, oh yeah, Skyrim mobile. It's not. Is it a card game? No. Thank God. Okay. No. No. You hey. you you essentially <laughs> are on a main town hub. You get quests like, oh, kill some goblins for me. Then you just automatically get warped to a dungeon. You can either tap to travel, or you can go from portrait to landscape and use a left and right joystick um, on, a, you know, a floating joystick on the on the phone. Okay. 
and then the combat is almost always 1v1. So you can have four guys approach you, whoever reaches you first, it's 1v1. And so you have a block button and you have an attack button, that's how you start, but you can get skills to like dodge or like hard hit, cast magic. So is it like a, a trading blows kind of a game? Not or? trading blows, because like you can combo, you can attack, 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 but then you're not defending, and so can the uh, uh, the enemy. So so is it more like KOTOR or those uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicle kind of combat? Yeah, yeah, where you can, there's no auto kind of attack. stack attacks. Yeah, there's no auto attack, but you, as long as like you have stamina, you can use multiple abilities. Or as long as you have mana, you can use multiple spells. Or you can just hmm. constantly block, and then you can, if you time your block right, you can stun them because you get a good block, and then you can like wail on them. So it was a lot of fun initially. And then when you, you can find chess all throughout. So the basic chess opens in five seconds. You have to actually click it, and a timer will be for five seconds. And you can't queue up multiple ones. So it's individually, five seconds, open it, wait five seconds, open it, wait five seconds, open it, and so on. So when you get 30 of those, like, well, fuck, there's, you know, 30 times five seconds. If I don't even look at the stuff that's inside. For, mm, you'll get, yeah. like, materials and weapons and stuff inside. The fucking silver chest, which is the next chest up, three hours. And no matter what, so, any time you complete a quest, which it could be literally be like, defeat two goblins, you get a silver chest automatically. So you can it, stack up... Is the game running for three hours, or...? No, not the game running. It'll be a timer based off, like, I think your internal clock on your phone. Also, you need an internet connection. That's probably how they tie it in. Ugh. Yeah, so Ugh. if, like, you don't have an internet connection, or if, like... Your uh, work as a filter for like mobile uh, things or mobile games, then yeah, you can't play. That sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, but it was awful because I had like 30 of these fucking silver chests and it won't let you go on more quests. Like, oh, you have too many chests. So you just have to wait three hours. So it's like almost like a cooldown for those like mobile games in the past. I mean, I like Elder Scrolls more than the next guy. I'm not touching that. that no, I, awful. It's, it, it was so much fun the beginning. And then immediately you hit that wall of, wow, this is obviously pay to win, or you have to pay money into it, microtransactions, because you can pay to auto-open chests. That's dumb. Or, sorry, you, you spend gems, which you can accrue in normal gameplay to just immediately open the chest, or you can buy a sack of them. No. 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 I feel like a lot of those games just... They give you something, they, they really try to get you to come in and play them, and at least for me, if I play them, the second I hit that wall, I go, oh, I'm done. Yeah. You've, you have lost my interest, sir. I am not touching this shitty game anymore. It was a lot of fun. Now it's shit, because you're asking me for an absurd amount of trickle money. That's not happening. Yeah. Like, either make me pay the money outright, or don't make me pay at all. I'm not, I'm not paying you $5.00 every month for the next two years that's just not how this is gonna go down i'm not i'm not paying that that's ridiculous yeah it's it's weird how like it's gone from such a oh man i wish i could just spend money like spend two dollars to buy the game to not have ads in the game to now wow i it's the full game for free but i wish i could just buy it and not have to do microtransactions right i mean it's it's or a put, reflection put of... ads back in the game if you want to make What's money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. You better fucking take that back. I swear to God, if EA starts doing that. Oh my gosh. They'll be like, oh, there's ads. But if you use microtransactions, we'll show you yeah. <laughs> less of them. Less, exactly. <laughs> you can't pay to get rid of them fully, but we'll delay them for the next 10 hours if oh you pay gosh. us $5. Uh. God. It's fucking absurd. Anyway, um... Let's actually talk about the game that we're here to, to talk about today. Um, Killer is Dead. Yeah. The infamous certain number of games into the Suda 5-1, you know, group of games that that, whatever you want to call them, lab experiment gone wrong developer has, uh, has put together. Yeah, he's such like a, a wonky developer. Like, he makes cool shit. Like, I liked the, you know, Travis Touchdown, the No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. But that in itself was, like, a unique thing, and it was more like it played along the, oh, it's a Wii Wiimote, 
it looks like you're just jerking off. So they literally put a jerk off motion in the game to charge your sword. Right. But it's but even that's like not something that you carry a game with. Yeah. It's just that's just being weird. Like I mean it's funny. I I think it's amusing that you're making fun of the fact that Wiimote motion controls just always look like you're jerking off, but mm-hmm. you can't base a game off of that. Yeah. Yeah, so this I don't know. I have I have very strong feelings about Killer is Dead and they're not fond. Not not good. Not fond. <laughs> well, let's uh how would you describe Killer is Dead? Uh it's it's a game that just it's an experiment that wanted to put everything into it, but just like nothing really came out of it. You just like had a goopy mess at the end. It's fun, like the act of like experimenting and getting these new th- mechanics and things like that is fun, but it just ends up as just a pile of shit. Damn, dude. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, it definitely was more experimental if you want to give them that than most games I would like to play, but I don't think it was a goopy mess of shit. So it was a very pretty goopy mess of shit. I did like the <laughs> art. That's the one thing it's got going for it. Art was nice. The art was nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what you think about the game. Let's what uh let's see what Steam has to say. So the Steam page says, "Get ready for some seriously stylish action from the renowned designer Suda Five One." This in this exclusive version for PC, players will be slicing, dicing, and shooting as the suave executioner Mondo Zappa. Prepare for the thrill of love and kill, and killer is dead. I feel like that's a much more... No, actually, that's still a little bit too much for this game. But I feel like it's better than a soapy, sloppy pile of shit or whatever you said. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, it's got really great reviews. (laughs) It's mostly positive. Like, maybe... I just... I couldn't get into it because it's just like... uh, There's so many things I hated about it that was just a detraction. That anything that was good was just like, Oh, that'd be good if it wasn't, like, covered in shit. All right, so initial impressions. What <laughs> when when you first started up the game, were you at least feeling like, "Hey, I can do this. This oh, is fun." First starting up the game, I was re- actually really into it. I loved the art. I loved that it was like an action fighter, um, and it's just a weird thing too, where it's like it doesn't just roll you into the game of, "Oh, here's how you play the game." It starts with like the contextual, like, "Oh, yeah, you." you screwed up in our assassin organization, so now you have to die. It, it was just a weird, it was a cool, kind of really unique way of starting. Um, well, that's not actually what happened, but <laughs> we'll talk about the story later. Um, so in terms of, uh, you know, the gameplay, it sounds like initially you were down with it. You know, talk about what it was like, and at what point did you suddenly decide the it wasn't for you? What made you hate it so much so the 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 art is what really got me for like the fighting style it's like you know you can block or quickly dodge to the side and then just basically mash to fight or to, to attack and so i was getting into that but then just like the button mapping and things like that was just not working out um because not only do you have a katana for like close range you also have your weird arm thingy which has can have a gun or like a giant drill Mm-hmm. Um, and once I got the drill, it was like, oh, yeah, use this to stun and, like, knock opponents back or break through armor. But it's really not helpful at all because it's so slow and it's only really useful on walls that are, like, secret areas. Um, and normally I'm very much a completionist, but this game is just – I didn't see the need to – after I completed multiple missions, it was like, oh, you can go back and, like, get a better grade or play it on harder or do other things. I'm like, no, because it was annoying to play. The, the fighting was just lackluster. So so was it that it got too hard at a certain point that you were like, you know, this is getting frustrating and I don't feel like the upgrades to my arm are really doing anything? It or? was, it was, yeah, it was, it was really difficult. Um, I guess I'm just used to the more fluid mechanics where it's like, if I dodge, I actually dodge, not I dodge and they still just like stay on me mid swing. Um, that's weird because I actually found the game to be not challenging at all. So I guess you're just bad at this one, man. That's... You fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying you were telling Kevin that 
Dark Souls was fucking just jamming its cock down his throat. Uh, I feel like this game just fucked you in the ass. I, it just didn't jive with me at all. Like, especially with like some of the things where it's like, oh, you have to quick swap to shoot the eye that's floating around because it, it can, you can't melee it, and if it gets close to you, it explodes. But all the other enemies are closing in on you too, too, and just the the block and the counter mechanics did not seem timed right. It was more. It was just like lackluster and cl- it was just too clunky. I mean, I will agree with you that most of the side gun weapons were virtually useless. Like, I I would only use them if I had to. But the rest of the game, I mean, the only thing I can say about the combat that I didn't like was how repetitive it got after a while, where I just felt like I was doing the same thing. But so let's get a little bit into the specifics of how the combat actually goes. Yeah. So. What happens is as you're fighting, you're building up a combo meter, which obviously will go away if you stop hitting things for a certain amount of time or if an enemy hits you. So like many of these stylized games like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry, you know, it's all about dodging at the right time and getting back into the fight and making sure you're keeping an eye on other enemies so you don't get your combo lost. Now, I think I think it plays a lot like Bayonetta, wherein after a certain point you start doing like a lot of extra damage, the style of how your fight, of what your buttons are doing, because mm-hmm. you're, you're just pressing the same button, but what your guy is actually doing turns into more stylized, like, flips and jumps and, and stuff, and eventually you get to a point where you're able to do these, like, super moves to them. Yeah, the, the where rush you'll, things, you'll like... dodge... There's also the rush, yeah, you, yeah, where you're building up the meter, and you can do a rush mechanic where you can, like, one-hit kill, or, like, do a, an AoE... And things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's ones where you'll, once you get to a certain level of combo, if you dodge, you'll go into like a slow motion choice where you can kill them in a certain way. And there's another, yeah, the dash attack that you're talking about where you push one button and just insta-kill someone. And it kind of flows with how you have to fight some of the enemies because they have different, I wouldn't call them weaknesses necessarily, but different amounts of health in different ways. Some of them you can only kill with certain attacks. Um, and I felt like, the majority of the game i was constantly in that zone of all i have to do is dodge and i'll be able to insta kill this person um which could get boring at times but also made the game move very quickly because it didn't matter what was attacking you or how many enemies there were once you were in that zone you could wipe everyone out very quickly whereas if you kept getting hit and losing your combo killing enemies could be a chore but i think yeah. that was part of the point was they were trying to make you play in that stylized fashion enough so that you would actually um be able to kill them faster um i said i think you're just bad at this game man because i had no problem with it at all well i mean it's hard to be good at a a terrible game (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna go for the it's hard to be good at just pushing one button over and over again but you can go fuck yourself (laughs) all i know is that i didn't have to quit because a big bad game hurt my feelings well, I also had a huge issue of, um, it's like, oh, you can upgrade so many things, you can do all these side quests. Oh, it's literally you just being a gigolo. Yeah. <laughs> What's your point? That's like, ooh, I want to upgrade, so now I have to spend all of my fucking money on some flowers, which I don't even know if the woman likes. Turns out the women have certain likes. If you give them the wrong gift, they're immediately like, go away, poser. And you have to, like, ogle at them. There's there's a whole minigame mechanic of, let me stare at your titties until you start looking at me, then I'll look you in the face. Yeah, I'm not going to try and defend this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Japanese game, what do you want? <laughs> it's, it's not, but it's like, it's not even, it's one thing, it's like, ooh, they have some, like, fan service built into the game. Like, no, you literally cannot advance to the next mission until you do these. It'd be one thing if it was like a, oh, it's a side quest, or it's a, oh, just for those pervy guys, or just for your pleasure to, like, you know, have fun with some cel-shaded girls. But mm-hmm. it'd be literally be like, oh, I need to go, I want to go, the, I just want to rush through the game. It's like, mmm. It kind of feels like the game wasn't long enough, so they made these side things mandatory. Personally, I think that the whole Gigolo missions were there just as a way to tie in the character's material outlook on life and to show that he's only doing all the killing not because you know he wants to be the best of the best but because at the end of the day all he cares about 
is women and money. So they were I, trying I, to make like I an artsy. That. If it was like an obscene or like a crazy character like that, where they're like, "Oh, I just want to do this for the woman." If they're really passionate, but he's like, "Hi, I'm uh, where the fuck is name?" Mondo. I almost want to say Zap Brannigan. Futurama no, reference. It was... <laughs> it's, it's Mondo Zappa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I also I played it. I played it in English. It's the worst voice acting I've heard ever, too. Okay, hold on. His, his that is that his... is not true. We're, we're going to talk about Conquer, Conquer's Bad Fur Day next episode, and I'm going to make you eat those fucking words. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but no. It, what do you mean? What's wrong with his voice acting? Aside from like being a typical English translation of Japanese, that's how it always sounds. But it, there's there was no depth. It was just, uh, what have you done with Mika? I'll make you pay for those words. It's not going to go think, down like that. But that's part of his artist, the artistic style of Suda 5. I can't do this. It, I can't fucking do this. I I yell at Kevin for this all the time. I can't. <laughs> it sounds like they got some... They got. It's like, oh, I guess he lost his arm and he had a stroke? Because he doesn't show any emotion either. Yeah, I... So, let's, um... Let's talk about the, the story for a little bit here, because the gameplay, there, there there really isn't much to it in terms of, like, level design and, and all that kind of stuff. It, it's just a general, you know, walk around, kill everything until you get into the next level, yeah. until you fight the boss. Yeah, and actually, um, I kind of was going into this hoping it'd be, like, an open, like, oh, go to one level, go to another level, but it literally is hub world, buy things or go yeah. gigolo, then pick somewhere on the map, go to that place, kill everything. Yeah, um... But the actual design I, in the levels was really nice. Even, like, the one where you go to the moon, and it's like, oh, I'm literally just in a fucking mansion. So, the reason I was saying let's let's get off of that and move on to the stories to tie directly into what you're talking about now. The whole, all that blurb I gave about, you know, artistic style, that's me reaching at straws. Because the story in this game is just, it's like an acid trip, but a bad acid trip written by someone who doesn't know how to write. Yeah, it's I like as I said, I had fun playing the game. I can't defend this story. It's if I gathered what happened, there is a international organization that's fighting against some like dark energy robot creatures that are taking over. You came on as an assassin in that organization to kill people who are being turned to this you know dark energy side and that's like the entire point of your organization the guy on the moon is the king of the moon and the moon is where the dark energy is coming from so he's like actively invading the earth the bit at the beginning where you kill that one dude and he like kills you and then but you kill him um I don't know what the whole bit about you dying is. I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Um, but the whole part where you kill him and then you absorb all that energy and the moon turns colors. If I understand it correctly, every time you kill someone, you're absorbing the energy that was making them bad. So the longer that the assassins in this organization do their job, the more likely they are to become corrupt. And there's like, I mean, there's so much shit to it. There's the guy on the moon is actually your brother, and I think he killed your parents, yeah. and he wants you to join his side. But... One thing I did like, I really liked his outfit. The cock piece <laughs> really accentuated how much cockery there is in this game of, oh, let's, let's when are we going to get to fighting? Well, if we jump right into it, then there won't be any story for the game players to do. And they like they broke the fourth wall in a manner where it's like, wow, that was dumb. They they literally broke the fourth wall just for the sake of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, I do remember that too. And like the the whole movement through the game is just you going and killing these different these pretty different... much unimportant bosses. Yeah, are... and like getting some of your like memory too. Yeah, and you're reliving your memory because apparently you have amnesia and you're going through these dream sequences where you're learning who you really are, what your relation to David is. Eventually it ends in this like over the top i wouldn't even call it dragon ball z it's just something else where you turn into like demigods and it was actually pretty cool um and then you kill your brother and you take over the moon um 
and become the new evil king. But my, aside from the fact that I really don't understand the majority of what was supposed to be going on, the, the characters were just so confusing. And they were also confusing in that weird Japanese way of, I, I can't tell if I should feel uncomfortable about the way that you're portraying these different people. Like, you've got the ditzy girl that follows you around that's like about every stereotype you can have. You've got the black guy that's... Yeah, the like, big, I think the at big one point, thug, like, black guy that just sits on his ass. But it gets worse. There's a part where he gets hit by a train, and he replaces all of his robot parts with gold. Like, it's... Oh, I didn't, I didn't even make it that far. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And not to mention all the gigolo missions, like... I have no connection to the characters. I don't really understand who they are or why they're part of it. And the best part about the gameplay that ties into the story, do you want to know what the real point of the game is? Actually, I'm never going to I'm never going to play this. So tell me what what was the point of watching this game play out in a manner where it's like, "Oh, guess what? If you get enough money, everybody will wear bikinis." Oh, well that's it. <laughs> oh wait, really? <laughs> That's the point. Oh, fuck. I thought there'd be more. (laughs) Because there becomes a point where after you've beaten the game, you can go back and play everything. And the only point to do that is to get more money. And the only thing you can buy with money are costumes. Yeah, the scantily clad for, like, the nurse. For I love the fact that you can also dress up the big black guy, too. Yeah, it's just to change costumes, and that's that's it. Your only only point to playing it after that is to unlock the costumes for the women. And I remember at one point I was on like some forum just looking around for like, the fuck do I do? And there was just this long discussion about like metagaming the shit out of the game to farm money as quickly as you can. And they're like, yeah, I think if you do it this way, it'll probably take you about like a good solid eight hours to get enough money to buy all the costumes. I'm like, this is dumb. I, <laughs> I'm appalled right now. I can't believe that. I'm like, so for disappointed. For real, guys. <laughs> For real, like, you can't just type in hentai into Google search. You need to have it where they're, they're, I guarantee they're not naked. Like, you need that that bad. You're not going to play with them. You're, they're just going to stand in, like, the hub world. They don't follow you around in the game. Yeah. What the fuck is the point? Yeah. And, like, even for the gigolo missions where it's like, oh, you can put on these special glasses so you can see through their clothes. Like, Cool, so I can Part see. So I can see their clothes <laughs> clipping with the underwear that's underneath. Yeah, it was, it was a very weird game. Yeah, again, like, why my opinion is like, oh, it has so many weird elements that are put together. If they had capitalized on any one of them and made that a main part of the game, it, it would have been passable. But it's they didn't. They didn't focus on any one thing. They just threw all these different things and then also tried to put it in that uh that spin, almost like Deadpool, where it's like you're the game is interacting with the gamer on a personal level. But not really at all. But not at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, if we do that, then you know, the gamer won't be happy. It's like I'm all, I'm already not happy. Yeah, it it has a feeling of like being a game made for showing off how artsy you can be it's like there's alice in wonderland um references and an entire mission which that alice in wonderland one is a major cop-out because it's like oh let's do like really deranged and like cool different like that's the whole point of alice in wonderland alice in wonderland is an acid trip don't use alice in wonderland that's just like a cop-out i've i hated that level because i'm just like wow i know exactly what's going to happen Although, I gotta say that that boss was pretty fucked up, where all of a sudden she's just, like, half alien half scene, centipede half centipede thing crawling on the ceiling. Half hentai rape scene. Like, <laughs> it was just really weird. It's like, oh, so now I'm gonna fight you with a head coming out of your butt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable because I know someone's jerking off to this right now. Hmm. That, that was also something that was just constantly in the back of my mind. It's like, wow. Somebody's probably, like, really into this. Right. Especially with David and his golden cock piece. clothes. His cock piece. <laughs> He's naked. Really? He's yeah, naked. no, that's, that's what he is. That's, he, he was wearing a cup, and all the gold around him was really just the strap to keep his golden cup on. 
Yeah. And I mean, some of them were like really cool boss battles. Like, as I said, that end boss battle was frustrating as fuck because I think they changed all the game mechanics when you got to that point. Like, you weren't using your normal fighting style, Mm -hmm. but it was really cool. But then they had ones like you had to fight this giant naked guy, which was like fighting giant naked guy out of any other game. You just had to dodge whatever (laughs) really easily telegraphed attacks are coming at you and then Mm -hmm. hit him and then he dies. And it was it just felt like they didn't know what to do. So we're just going to throw in some thing and we'll go on from there. Um, It was just it was a very strange set of almost unconnected uh, levels that really didn't have much to do with, I mean, as I said, unconnected from each other, but even with the overarching story, is like, I can tell you what the different bosses were. I can't tell you why. I don't know why we went there. Yeah. Like, what, what it had to do with the overarching narrative that we were following. Aside from, I'm powering up to go fight David? Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. To me, to me, it was just a, okay, cool, you're back. Well, uh, go here now and just fight this. Oh, cool, you made it back. Okay, go here and fight this. Or go right. see what's going on with this little girl. Yeah, it was it was a very, very strange game. Um, but, I mean, as I said, I liked I liked playing it. The, the combat was very fluid. It was easy to easy to get into and, and fun once you did it. it. I went and played it again before we did this, and after, like, I don't know, five minutes of dicking around with the controls to remember how everything worked, I was back into the, the motion of playing through it again, earned about, you know, a 20th of the money needed to unlock a costume and went, I don't need to play this anymore. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, it it really was the story that, that kind of failed it. And But I kept playing it because it was so weird. I was just like, I just need to see what the next thing is because everything so far has just been so... I wouldn't even call it over the top or edgy. It was just off the wall. Yeah, it, it, so everything. Like, I, just, I just don't know what you're going to do next. Generally, I felt like there's so many things that are off about this game. It's interesting, but it's an it's a it's one of those interests that is just like a bother. I didn't like it because it'd be like, oh, this is weird, or this is off, or that's odd. I don't like it. So what actually stopped you? Was it a boss battle? Was it the gigolo missions? Was it just a certain room of enemies that you were just like, I, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. It was it, it, like, if it was any one of those, I would have kept going. I would just like struggled through it. But it was the combination of like the gigolo missions in order to continue on. It was the, I just, I didn't, I couldn't get into the flow of the dodging and the fighting. The fighting was just, the fighting looked really pretty, but whenever I would dodge and even get the slow-mo, I would always dodge into another enemy and they would be in the middle of a swing, and they would hit me. So at every single time I got into a group, I'd lose my rush. And also when fighting, you could like choose what type of things to get out of the enemy after you kill them. I would always somehow end up my, with my combo being the ones to get like, uh, they had like the gold one, they had the, the blood one, they had the other one, but you need the blood one for your rush to get more rush mm-hmm. so that you could do that. I would never do that. So I was always just ending up in a combo where it would work against me. I think you chose which one you wanted to do. Maybe you were pushing too fast. I was probably going too fast about which final ending attack I was doing. I mean, did you... <clears throat> have you ever played, like, a Devil May Cry or Bayonetta or... Yeah, I played, any... I played Bayonetta, which Bayonetta to me was very different too, because it was very combo-based. Like, obviously the dodging, you would get the slow time, or the witch time, so you could do extra things, but there was also, like specific combos that you could do that you could rack together like you do small attacks and then do a combo to make your hair do something else mm-hmm. and like devil may cry as a like three-dimensional to the combos like you could hit an enemy up into the air hit them in the air then chain to another enemy while still in midair interesting and i don't i do not yeah i do not understand what the fuck it's keeping you from from enjoying this just game wasn't jiving with me I think also it didn't help that previously before this, I was playing Dark Souls. Hmm. I think you just need to stop sucking so much. <laughs> I, I need to get better at worse games. Uh, or better at better games. <laughs> I don't know. Pull the dick out of your ass or just take it harder, man. Come on. Uh, see, I'm not into about, about the dick in the ass. I'm more about the needle down my urethra. 
I think that's oh. the issue. I like the sharp <laughs> pain, not the dull pain. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, with that uncomfortable image <laughs> in my mind now, and my my dick officially inside of me. <laughs> yeah. What about a uh, overall rating? Where would you? Bad. Would never play would again. <laughs> Would never play again. I don't even care about the end game or like the other bosses. I have zero interest. Like even if there was no no games ever again, you couldn't play any other game. You would still don't play this. I I'd You'd rather stick a needle up your dick. I'm pretty sure I would take up actual gigoloing over playing this game. And I'm an antisocial fuck. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think it depends on your clients, really. Mm. What if you had to gigolo down the south? What are you trying to say, Brian? <laughs> I think you know exactly what I'm trying to say. Damn, like, big like, girls. Middle of West Virginia. Oh, well, so that's, that's them, great. I feel like they Mountain could, Dew teeth. I feel like they could give great blowjobs because they're just missing their teeth. You're the gigolo, dude. You don't get to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good point. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be like, it'll be, I'll, I just think of it like exotic, like, uh, because you've been fucking your sister so much, your kids that I'm now having sex with them, I'm actually bringing in good genes. And also, they have two vaginas. I think you're more likely to get flipper hands than <laughs> two vaginas. <laughs> I know. I, with the flip of the coin, I'm always going to get the bad end. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Huh. Oh, you've been smoking all these years? No. I <laughs> ate my sister. <sighs> Ew. So, still... Would never play again. Would hmm. never play again. Well, that's unfortunate. What about a, a one-liner? So, I was thinking about this, because I just wanted to incorporate the fact that, like, the game wanted you to be something, and I was like, no. So my one-liner is, the game wanted me to be a gigolo, instead, I gave it a jigga no. <laughs> that's a good one, I like that. Uh, so, as for me, um, definitely not best it's not something i would play anytime i don't even know if i put it in great because i'm so story focused that i just don't really have much of an interest in going in and playing it again because there's not much there for me so i guess we'd have to have a fifth category of somewhere between meh and better like i don't really have a problem with going back and playing it i'm just unlikely to because it's so uninteresting from the story aspect for me Mm -hmm. um Almost like As for, almost like a, a mobile game where it's like it's not something you want to play, but it's a time killer. Right, exactly. If I if I had like ten minutes to kill and the game would start up quickly, and I could get into a mission quickly, and I could get to the part where I fight things quickly, then the I key, might play. The it. key is quickly. <laughs> I'm running this off of a solid state, and it still had abysmal loading. I feel like they had like a clock in the code that would say you can move on to the next step after we've passed. 15 seconds that was, it was such bullshit where it's like what what are you what are you loading what wh- why <laughs> you just had this loaded i just died you fuck what are you loading uh, terrible. yeah uh as for one-liner uh, killer's dead is the most fun i've had playing a game knowing that other people are currently jerking off mm, noise noise <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've talked enough about this over-stylized game. Um, fantastic. Huge. Huge. We'll always play again. Best game ever. Super genius. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in, in terms of, like, uh, what's coming up next, um, next episode is going to be on Conker's Bad Fur Day, which will be the two of us again. After that, uh, not quite sure who's next in the line. I know Kevin's playing... Uh, d- d- metro 2033 and fallout one he'll probably be done with metro before fallout and eric is playing project zomboid for me and i don't think i have anything on in line for kevin but i do have um what the fuck is it called infected planet or something for eric some shitty bullet hell top-down shooter that's gonna make me want to go fucking jump off a bridge uh outside of that um we have a new cast member, actually, my buddy Pat, who's um, got me playing Assassin's Creed Numero Uno, and I have him playing uh, 
dying light. So he's going to be a, a new member, probably mixing in a lot more on the multiple person conversation. Um, but I'm excited. He's He's got a similar sense of humor as Mark, which I think we need a lot more of. Yeah, you guys are kind of fucked up. (laughs) So, outside of that, uh, as always, you guys can come and check us out on Facebook, um, Utter Descent Facebook page. I try and do stuff with it, as you all know. I am very bad at that. Maybe someday someone can pick that up and do a better job than me. Um, You can also follow us at Twitter, at Utter Descent. And, as always, look us up on pretty much any of the podcasting sites podbean spotify itunes we're on pretty much all of them a couple of them you're only going to be able to find the latest episodes because they're insisting on money and we're doing this for free so no um <laughs> i think uh i think with that we've spent enough time talking about this and we will catch you all next time see you